Politics in 2018. Perhaps the craziest stories I've ever read in my life. I have no idea what's even going on at this point. There is a new accuser against Brett Kavanaugh claiming that at this prestigious school, there was rampant, yes, there rampant gang rape, that boys would line up outside of a room and take turns raping drugged women, and that this accuser was one of these women at some point where Brett Kavanaugh and Mark Judge were present. We've got accusations that Brett Kavanaugh was inserting drugs in his rectum and engaging in three ways with other men. The story is absolutely insane. Before this woman came out with her allegations, the media was running with a narrative that it was possible that Michael Avenatti, the lawyer for Stormy Daniels, was in fact hoaxed by 4chan and there would be no third accuser because they saw a post on 4chan. So here we are, everybody, me trying to understand what the hell is actually going on, the media using 4chan as a source and questioning lawyers as to whether or not a random post on the internet is real, while people use Urban Dictionary to speculate whether or not Brett Kavanaugh was inserting drugs in his rectum. Welcome to the Supreme Court nomination process for Brett Kavanaugh. Is this real? You know what? I feel like I'm losing my mind, okay? The story just seems so absolutely insane. I don't even know if I can believe it. And I'm ready to walk away and say, you know what? You guys do your thing. I'm out of here. Look, if the media is going to run with a 4chan post, if people are going to use Urban Dictionary, what the hell's really going on? So let's take a look at exactly what happened. And we'll start with the first announcement from Michael Avenatti. This is a story from yesterday. Avenatti promises new Kavanaugh accuser to come forward in the next 48 hours. However, a couple hours later, we saw a post from 4chan. They claim that they had a stripper girlfriend who used a burner phone and fed false information to Michael Avenatti. They claim that Avenatti offered $75,000 for them to appear with Poppy Harlow and that they agreed, but then ultimately destroyed their phones. And after that, Michael Avenatti disables his Twitter. And Avenatti did actually put his Twitter his, twi- uh, his Twitter account into protected mode. So I suppose when you see this, the narrative kind of works. And then all of a sudden you had media actually questioning whether Michael Avenatti, a lawyer who probably vets his clients, they were asking him whether or not he was tricked by 4chan. This story from Politico, Avenatti, I wasn't scammed. Michael Avenatti on Tuesday lashed out at reports that a client who was preparing to level allegations against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh was a fake and part of a ruse by an outside group targeting Avenatti. I made the determination she was 100% credible well before Sunday night Avenatti, the attorney who also represents the adult film actress Stormy Daniels in her lawsuit against Donald Trump, told Politico, referring to the first time he disclosed the allegations involving Kavanaugh. Quote, we received over 3,000 inquiries in the last six months from people with all kinds of crazy stories and fabrications. I've heard it all. I've seen it all. Like we don't vet clients. Give me a break. They say an online post on Tuesday claimed that Avenatti had been scammed by the online forum 4chan, a place where online users delight in trolling public figures, setting off a firestorm on social media, and purportedly jamming up Avenatti's Twitter account. The attorney said he temporarily shut down the account because of online threats. This is just crazy that somebody can just tweet something out like this or post it and people just take it as truth, he said. It's crazy. And he's not wrong. It is crazy. I can't believe that time and time again, 4chan continues to prove that they can manipulate, interfere, and control public opinion as it relates to these massive news stories. It is fair to say at this point that 4chan has been able to successfully interfere with some of the most powerful people in the world and a Supreme Court nomination process. 4chan created the hoax about the OK hand gesture, claiming that it was a white power hand sign. 
People just believe it. And now it's real. They have done hoax after hoax. And even though reporters know it's a random, they're random posts from random people, they still give it veracity and actually questioned whether or not Michael Avenatti was scammed. Listen, I don't know. You don't have to trust Avenatti, but I think it would be silly to assume that a lawyer wouldn't vet his clients. It's also silly to assume that he doesn't have thousands of people claiming to have been victims and wanting to come forward. Perhaps this person on Fortune really did do this with a burner phone. But it's fair to say that even though one person hoaxed him, it doesn't mean he doesn't have other clients who are willing to step forward. And now we're learning that he actually does. NBC News published the sworn statement of Julie Swetnick, who claims in this lengthy report that there was ongoing sexism, sexual assault, and gang rape at this prestigious school, that Mark Judge and Brett Kavanaugh would drink excessively and engage in highly inappropriate conduct, including being overly aggressive with girls and not taking no for an answer. They say this conduct included the fondling and grabbing of girls without their consent. She claims that Mark Judge and Brett Kavanaugh and others would try to spike the punch at house parties she attended with drugs and or grain alcohol so as to cause girls to lose their inhibitions and their ability to say no. This caused me to make an effort to purposefully avoid the punch at these parties. I witnessed efforts by Mark Judge, Brett Kavanaugh, and others to target particular girls so they could be taken advantage of. It was usually a girl that was especially vulnerable because she was alone at the party or shy. She says that she witnessed Mark Judge, Brett Kavanaugh, and others to cause girls to become inebriated and disoriented so they could then be gang raped in a side room or bedroom by a train of numerous boys. She says, I have firm recollection of seeing boys lined up outside rooms at many of these parties waiting for their turn with a girl inside the room. These boys included Mark Judge and Brett Kavanaugh. She goes on to say that in 1982, she was the victim of one of these gang or train rapes where Mark Judge and Brett Kavanaugh were present. Shortly after the incident, I shared what had transpired with at least two other people. During the incident, I was incapacitated without my consent and unable to fight off the boys raping me. I believe I was drugged using quaaludes or something similar placed in what I was drinking. She finishes by saying, I declare under penalty of perjury and under the laws of the United States of America that the foregoing is true and correct. I have executed this declaration on September 25th, 2018. According to CNBC, Swetnick, 55, identified herself as a resident of Washington, D.C. She said she has held multiple work clearances for work done at the Treasury Department, U.S. Mint, IRS, State Department, and Justice Department, among others. Swetnick, in the affidavit posted on Twitter by her lawyer, Michael Avenatti, claims that she saw Kavanaugh as a high school student in Maryland in the early 1980s drink excessively at many house parties in suburban Maryland. Judge's lawyer, Barbara Van Gelder, did not immediately respond to CNBC's request for a comment on the allegations. I do want to point out, this is all relatively breaking. So the story came out only shortly after the post was made on Twitter, and it's likely that Barbara Van Gelder didn't have an opportunity to respond so quickly. A spokesman for Senate Judiciary Committee, Chuck Grassley, R. Iowa, in response to the affidavit said, This morning, Michael Avenatti provided a declaration to the Judiciary Committee. Committee lawyers are in the process of reviewing it now. Certain people in the media, I don't want to treat the media like a monolith, but there were many people entertaining the thought that a post on 4chan could in fact be true and mean that Michael Avenatti was scammed and that he didn't actually have another accuser. But here we can see that we do. We do have another accuser. What's strange about this story is strange. Let me just say right off the bat, it's strange, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily untrue. It's just pretty damn ridiculous. Listen, there are people posting about Brett Kavanaugh's yearbook and the things that he posted in it, such as engaging in devil's triangles and something called boofing. In his yearbook, he says, have you boofed yet? 
And boofing, according to Urban Dictionary, is inserting drugs or having someone insert drugs into your body through your anus. Better experience is allowing someone to blow the substance inside you with a straw. Urban Dictionary is not a great source of information, but it can at least show you that certain terms were used in certain periods when the post was made. If someone posts something on Urban Dictionary from 2012, today we can look back and say, well, in 2012, people were using the word this way. Does this mean that Brett Kavanaugh has done any of these things? No, but certainly we are playing politics. So if it's a 4chan post, if it's Urban Dictionary, it's going to fly. We're going to use it. Somebody tweeted something interesting. Harry Kachatrian said, So the story is, 30 years ago, there was rampant gang rape at a prestigious school, and not one of the victims or witnesses came forward until two days before Trump's pick for a SCOTUS seat gets voted in. And that's actually an interesting point, because the claims made by this woman in this sworn affidavit are really extreme. But keep in mind, she swore under penalty of perjury that this was true. I don't know what that's going to mean for her. Can they prove this happened? Can they prove she's lying? I really doubt it. But this is a this is an absolutely insane story. And I got to admit, this sounds just absolutely fantastical. I don't mean in a good way. I mean, it's just absolutely absurd to hear the story. I'm not saying I think she's lying. I'm just saying if there is, if this story is about a bunch of prestigious young men lining up outside of rooms with drugs and and gang raping women for at multiple parties and no one's ever said anything. Well, it's true that a lot of women say they tend not to report out of fear and repercussion. We're talking about the 80s. I don't know. I wasn't alive in 1980 to 1982. I was born in 1986. So perhaps back then women were much more fearful of reprisal from men. And at a school like this, at some parties, they felt that they couldn't really do anything about it. I don't know. I just think the story is absolutely grandiose. And I will say, if it is true, it's unfortunate because, listen, I really do believe very few people will actually believe this story is true. They're going to think she's lying because of how crazy it is to assume that at this prestigious school, men were lining up outside of rooms to engage in this behavior. That's something like out of a horror movie, if you were to ask me. So I don't know. All I can say is that the internet continually finds a way to influence politics on a grand scale. 4chan has been able to meddle to influence a Supreme Court nomination process. And now we have a third accuser against Kavanaugh. This politics right now, it's the most insane and crazy thing, at least in my experience. I haven't seen anything this absolutely insane in a long time. The culture war is getting nuts. There's going to be a ton of people who say this is true no matter what. There's going to be people who say it's obviously a hoax. But this story is downright crazy. And it's so crazy. I th- look, in my opinion, I think you definitely need to investigate some claims like this. If you've got a, a person coming out and swearing under penalty of perjury that it's true, claims like this should have some kind of investigation. The investigation should scale up if they find probable cause and evidence. But this story is absolutely nuts. So comment below and let me know what you think, and we'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. and new videos on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCast, starting at 6 p.m. Again, thanks for watching, and I'll see you all next time.